Hello, and welcome to Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. For this podcast episode, what I've done for you is given you two separate messages. So when you're finished hearing the first one, just stay tuned because coming right after that is the second message. And both of these are on courage. Coming at it from kind of a couple of different perspectives. So I know you're going to get a ton out of these messages. So stay tuned and here we go. It's all about courage. Hello there friends. Today I wanted to talk to you about courage. Now this is about your courage. The courage that is actually inside of you. Buried somewhere deep inside of you and why you really need to locate it, start building it up and put it to use. Whatever you've been through in this life, I know you wish you hadn't. Me too. But they're also opportunities. They're opportunities for us to dig down and find that courage because we're all going to need it. The older we get, the more we go through, we are all going to need courage. Because one of the things, the main things that hold us back from being, doing, having, going after, trying is fear. Fear is what keeps us from stepping out and becoming all we were meant to be. Fear is what keeps us from making a difference, from showing others what what is possible so that they can find hope. And how do we combat fear? With courage. Unfortunately, too many people aren't combating fear at all. They're actually just taking it, taking it lying down, literally, allowing fear to run their lives or at least parts of their lives. We were not meant to live in fear. We're supposed to live with courage. But it seems that at least the more my life has gone on and the more I look around me, it seems like people are becoming more scared. And and there is a lot to be afraid of. I get that. But, But you really have two choices. You either let fear take you down, keep you from, or you decide to stand up and build courage. And it will take work, of course. We will never live a life completely without fear. I don't know that it's possible for any human being to get there, wouldn't it be nice? But I don't think it's going to happen. But you can definitely overcome it, which means that you take control of it, you manage it. And you can diminish fear, big time. I've done that in my own life and I've watched other people doing it too. And how we do that is we build courage. And that's really what my nine actions are all about. All of those actions take courage. And courage is what is created and built. One of the things that's created and built through using these nine actions. So it's going to take time and work, but we, we what really think about, I want you to think about whatever situation you're in right now and or where you'd like to be. Maybe life hasn't whacked you upside the head like it has me and a lot of other people, not to a large degree, but you're just not where you wanted to be in life. You're just, you're held back. You're not going for it. You're not stepping out. You're not taking chances. So whatever it is, that's fear, right? That's holding you back. So use my nine actions for sure. Go to ValerieSilvera.com and join my Still Standing Tribe because that's a group of people who are really working on courage. That's really one of the best things you could do for yourself. But back to what I was saying about building courage, one of the things you can do too is to get around courageous people or hear courageous stories. 
watch them on television, which reminds me, just last night I watched a Dateline episode and it was about a woman and her son who had gone to the Philippines to uh, visit family. And they were having some kind of a family gathering on a beach when they were abducted. I mean, it was almost unbelievable. They were abducted by terrorists and they were taken and they were put into a cage and a few days later, the husband got the call and the FBI and everybody was involved and they're all waiting for all of this and trying to help him manage it. But he got the call and they wanted $10 million. And this guy was a maintenance man of some sort. I don't recall exactly what his wife did, but they were not people of means. And so they were asking for $10 million, which was impossible. I mean, this poor guy was terrible. And I think he, he sent them $5,000 initially. That's all he could do. And then he maxed out credit cards and they kept asking for more. And, then they reduced it to one million. And anyway, this is going on for not just weeks, but months. And eventually they let the wife go. And there was also her son who was 14. There was a cousin there as well, the two of them. And eventually he was the only one there. They had let the other two go. And so there he was on his own. I mean, like it wouldn't be bad enough to be in a cage. They were told when they were in captivity that if you tried to escape, the entire hill is full of landmines. But one day the three of them did just that, they, they escaped. They were willing to do that. Now think about how much courage that took, how terrified they must have been, but they said it, it's worth it. It's worth it to, to potentially get blown up by a landmine, but to get to freedom. That's how badly they wanted freedom. Unfortunately, they were captured and brought back and, and then they were taken to this house and this house was out in some field some kind of um all sorts of greenery around i don't know where it was but by the way they were on an island that's fairly remote they weren't near manila or any any of the big populated areas in the philippines and they were heavily armed and they were guarded all the time this boy is 14 years old before his mother left and both of them thought by the way when they released the mother that she was going to be executed because these this group was known for beheading people publicly so it was, you know, imagine the terror, how terrified they were every moment of every day. And this is going on for months. When the mother left, she whispered to her son that you need to get home to your father. And that ignited something inside of him. And he said, I knew that at some point I was going to run for it if I had any opportunity. And they would allow him to go out and wash his clothes. And he was out washing his clothes one day and, he, and they could hang on a line or something. And all of a sudden he looked you know, down the road and around, he didn't see or hear anybody. He thought, here's my moment. And he took off running. And as he's running, he's hearing this whistle and it's that whistle of, of alerting, alerting the others that, that he had escaped. And he just kept running and he's running through a jungle, mind you, okay? At this point, he's in a jungle. He's not running across a field. He is in a jungle. There's no path. He doesn't know where he's going. He has no idea what's up ahead. He doesn't know if there's landmines. He doesn't know anything except for one thing. He had to find the courage to make his way to freedom. And I want you to stick with this story because not only is the story very inspiring, but I'm gonna wrap it around to you. So he is running through these thickets and they are just tearing him up. It's all of these sharp razor-like thorns and he's, he's running across sticks and stones and his, by this time his feet are bloody and he just keeps running. He runs an entire day. And again, he doesn't even know where in the heck he's going. When nightfall comes, he decides, 
I'm gonna go into a place they would least likely expect me to be. And so he goes into this marsh area and it was a mosquito infested marsh area. But he had to get a little sleep and he needed to feel safe. Next day he ran again and he came to a road and suddenly on this road came a local with a gun. And he asked him in English if he was okay and if he had been captured. Now remember, they're on a small island that probably, not probably, I'm sure every single person on this island knew that this terrorist group had a big um, encampment there and they had a big presence there. So for all he knew, number one, it could have been a terrorist. Number two, it could have been a terrorist sympathizer or somebody fearful of them. He had no idea who this guy was. But he had to, he said, I just, I had to take a chance and trust him because he needed to get home to his father. He needed to get to freedom. And so it turned out the guy spoke English and he, he took him to the mayor of some town who eventually got him to Manila and he was reunited with his mother, neither one of them knowing if the other one was dead. And it made it talk about a story an inspiring story. This is a 14-year-old kid who's been terrified for months, probably doesn't know if his mother's dead or not, or if he'll ever see his father again. Imagine the amount of courage that took. So two points I want to make to you. One is to hear these stories. Look for these types of stories to inspire you. I have nothing to do with, with Philippines or terrorism and that story inspired me too many of us think that we have to find stories of people who have gotten out of exactly our situation but that's not the case all stories inspire us because at the heart of all of these difficult situations and heartbreaks and losses and and paralyzing fear are the same feelings and it takes what it takes is courage we've got to dig down and find it so here's the thing do you think that that boy had any idea he was that courageous? I can't remember where they were from. I think it was West Virginia. And like I said, they weren't people of means, but they had a good life. And apparently he was a really good kid. And um, he'd just had a great life back in the United States. He had never had, had never been put in a position of needing to find courage. He didn't have time to go work on the nine actions or have me for an, a, an empowerment coach, a courage coach, or, or anything like that. He had to dig down and find courage that already existed inside of him and then build up that courage. He did sit-ups every day. He did push-ups. He ate any food they gave him when they did give him food because he knew he was going to need strength. He prepared. I don't know what's up ahead in your life, but all of us are going to face difficulties. Every single one of us, the older we get, we will lose people, there'll be health issues, things are gonna happen, it's life. And life is tough. And so the best thing we can do to combat the toughness of life and the fears that come with it is to build up courage, to prepare. You know, I'm so thankful that I did just that because I stood up in my darkest days when, you know, a lot of you have heard my story when my daughter Jamie was very lost in the belly of her beast and I was feeling very hopeless. I had no self-confidence left, almost no hope, and I didn't care about myself very much. 
but I found a tiny bit of something, you know, that's something inside of me. And I made a decision that saved my life. And I decided to stand up and fight. And not only did it, did it begin to change my life over time, but eventually I'll share with you a story about my son and, and where he's gotten to and, and what he told me. He told me it was because of me, because he was watching me and being inspired by me. And that, that meant the world to me. I told him he doesn't have to send me a birthday present, a Christmas present, or a Mother's Day, anything. For the rest of his life, it was such an amazing gift. I'll tell you about that later, but it took a lot of courage for me to do that, but thank God I did because when I got the knock on the door that my daughter had been murdered, that's you can't prepare for that. Even as strong as I was, you can't fully prepare for it. But had I not done the work that I, that I had done a, just a few short years before, I wouldn't even be back where I was a few short years before. I would have been worse because I was going backwards. I was in full-on self-destruct mode. Now, you might not have something, the knock on the door that my daughter had been murdered is what I was going to say. Now, you might not have something that you consider to be that big in your life, but we're not, in, we're not here to compare. We're just here to illustrate using other people's stories. So you might not be dealing with something as big as that boy that was you know, held captive by terrorists in the Philippines or even my story, but as I said, we don't compare. We're not here to compare. We're here to use these other stories to give us hope that if somebody can go through something so difficult, even if it has nothing to do with anything I could imagine, then there's hope that I can too. And so that's, that's what I really encourage you to do. Stop being afraid. You know, stop staying down. Stop letting fear run your life. Stop jumping on board with the fact that, you know, everybody feels scared now and it's how we're all supposed to be. And we're all supposed to live in anxiety and we're not supposed to live like that. You know, there's this one scripture that I love and, you know, your spiritual beliefs can be totally different than mine, but, you know, get something from this. It, it, it says, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. The Lord, your God is with you wherever you go. And what that does for me, and that it got me through a lot of hard times because not only did it tell me that God was with me, which is really enough, but it also told me that if he, if he said, if he gave me the advice that I should be strong and courageous, then I'm thinking that there must be a way. I don't think he's going to tell me to be strong and courageous and then say, ha ha, joke's on you. <laughs> There's no way to do it. So I knew it was possible. So, you know, if it's possible for me, that means it's possible for you, right? If, if one person can do something, then anyone else can too. That's my message for you today, is that you are far more courageous than you think. You just may not have been challenged yet, or you haven't challenged yourself. When we go through hard times, whether it's ongoing, whether it was from the, our childhood, from some past relationship, uh, it could be like for me, the hits have just kept coming and coming and coming, whatever it is. It could be some terrifying situation like the boy in Manila. Whatever it is, we have courage inside of us. And rather than be so devastated by what's going on, you can feel your feelings and, and address them and acknowledge them. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, we need to do that. But along with, with processing, don't miss out on the opportunity because all of these situations come with opportunities. They are the opportunities for you to build courage. We rarely build a whole lot of courage when everything's going great. It's typically the tough times that teach us the most. So your courage is in there and whatever you're going through, even if life isn't going that badly for you, I encourage you to dig down and find that courage. 
not only because you're going to need it, but because it will help you from living in fear every day, even in the little things of life. And also because other people are watching you and they need to be inspired by you. They need what you have. They need a little hope that they might be able to find their courage too. And you could be that person that gives them that hope. Stand up, stand up and fight to become a courageous person and know that I'm standing right there with you. Hello friends. I was tempted to title this video session, Courage Matters More Than Anything Else. But then I knew that some of you would say, wait a minute, it doesn't matter more than oxygen. It doesn't matter more than God. I knew I would hear some of these things. So I titled it, Courage Matters More Than Almost Anything Else. As a matter of fact, it's right up there with oxygen. Because anything in this life worth having, doing, or being is going to take courage. Anytime you try something new, it will take a certain amount of courage. Well, sometimes a lot of courage, depending on what you're trying. It will take courage to meet new people. It will take courage to walk away from relationships, disengaging yourself from drama, from chaos. It'll take courage for you to stop living in codependency or enabling somebody. It will take courage for you to live in peace and even to develop faith. You have to have a certain amount of courage to do just about anything. So here's the thing. You might be sitting there listening to this right now going, well, you know, I'm not that courageous, Valerie. I'm not as courageous as you. I sure wish I were. Well, here's the deal. I used to wish I was as courageous as me too. <laughs> it takes work. I used to be a fairly courageous person, but that's before the you know what hit the fan, before all hell broke loose and I lived on my roller coaster from hell and I pretty much lost my courage. I became very fearful. In fact, I lived in paralyzing fear. So for me to, to and here's the deal, it wasn't as if when I built my courage, I was just building enough to go back to the courageous person I was before. In order for me to continue to live my life in spite of my daughter's addiction and with my daughter's addiction and not knowing what the future held and all sorts of other things that came crashing down in my life, in order for me to, to, to live a good life with these things going on, it was gonna mean that I couldn't go back to the courageous person that I was. I was going to have to build it, take it to a whole new level of courage. And thank God I did because, you know, the, the you know what really hit the fan after that and I can't even imagine what in the world I'd be doing right now, today, this very moment, had I not built courage. So you also might wonder if courageous people are just different, you know, they're just wired differently than you. Well, certainly some people probably are naturally more courageous. Some people are naturally more confident. Sometimes we, people are raised in different situations that uh, gave them a, a more of a foundation for being more confident and having more self-worth and, and being braver and stronger and all of that. But really, it doesn't even that doesn't even matter. I had a very challenging childhood in a lot of ways, many, many, many ways, all sorts of reasons that I shouldn't be a confident person, but I really worked to be confident and to believe in myself. And so you can do that too, but it's gonna take work. Uh, because you know, fear is the thing. 
Fear is the thing that keeps us from being all that we were meant to be. Fear is what keeps us many times, probably most often, from going out and shining our light and becoming all we were meant to be, using our God-given talents and abilities, and even using the wisdom that we gain from very difficult situations. That's often the way that you can make the biggest difference in the world, is for you to use what's happened to you, use what is happening, use the stuff that you go through and all the wisdom you gain from it. That experience is invaluable. And too often, instead of going out and using it and allowing it to lift us up, we allow it to keep us down. We, we take on shame and guilt and, and we just allow the beast to come in and, and you know whisper in our ear and scream in our face what a terrible person we are, whatever it is that, um, that you struggle with. Those lies just keep chipping away at you. And before long, you're like I was, down on the mat with this beast on top of you, feeling like a fraction of the person that you were before. And I can tell you that I'm back to the person I was before. Yes, I do live with a hole in my heart because I did lose my daughter, but in a lot of ways, I'm a far better person. I like the person that I am a lot more now, having gone through what I have. And unfortunately, that's how life is designed. And you know, when I get to heaven, maybe I'll have a little talk with God about why, but then I won't care when I get there. <laughs> but seriously, I, it's just the way it works. We learn the most when we get knocked down. We learn the most when life is a challenge. We learn the most when we're scared half to death. This is when you have to reach in and you have to just dig down deep and find courage because courage matters. Courageous people aren't never scared. I'm a courage, very courageous person. I still get scared at times. I still am apprehensive. Sometimes I doubt myself. I'm a human like everybody else. And so even these very courageous people that you see from the outside looking in, and they just seem so different from you. Well, of course, we're all different. But what I mean is that they seem to have some level of, of, of courage DNA that you don't have. But it's really not the case. Everybody has the ability to live a very courageous life. But ask yourself this, how much do you want it? Because you may not have even considered this, right? You may think, well, no, 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 I don't really care about being courageous. I just wanna live in peace. Well, guess what? You're going to need courage to live in peace because life is scary. So you're gonna to have to use courage. And if you say, well, I'll just get my, my peace from God. Absolutely, peace comes from God. But every time you doubt God, every time he says no, every time you don't feel like your, your prayers are answered, every time you don't feel him, you don't know what's going on, it's going to take courage for you to stay in faith in order to get that peace. It's going to take courage for you to remove yourself from chaotic situations if you want to live in peace. Anything that you're going to want to do to, to take your life to another level, to lift yourself from wherever you are today and go somewhere else, to turn a corner and go into a completely different direction, whatever it is, it is going to take courage. Okay, so now I've yammered on about courage. <laughs> what do you do? Well, it's a process and that's why I developed the nine actions and I highly encourage you to use them in whatever format makes the most sense to you. 
if fear is driving a lot of your decisions or lack of decisions, if fear keeps you up at night, if fear keeps you afraid to answer the phone or afraid not to, if fear is keeping you from doing something you know you want to do, if it's keeping you from developing your purpose, if it's keeping you from all of the good things in life, then you need to build courage because courage matters more than anything else. Whoops, sorry. I mean <laughs> courage matters more than almost anything else. Link arms with me. I believe in you and I know without question, I don't even have to know you personally, I know for a fact that you can live a courageous life. If I can do it, so can you. Have an awesome day and never forget that I'm always standing with you.